Failing to plan is planning to fail. In order to complete any task or achieve any goal, it's important to have a roadmap in order to get there. It is like setting off on a huge journey from one side of the country to the other without a map or a GPS system. Sure, it's possible to somehow find a way from coast to coast, but it's more likely that people will give up halfway and end up going back home. It is exactly the same when it comes to avoiding procrastination. Knowing what it is that we want to achieve and having a specific plan of how to get there makes it much harder to procrastinate. By having a clear objective of what we want to accomplish, we can also eliminate the factor of procrastinating unknowingly because we have already identified what it is we are meant to be doing. For people who are not in the habit of regularly making plans, this may be a bit surprising. However, there is no better time to overcome this bad habit than to take action immediately and make a plan. Plan effectively. One need not be a brain surgeon in order to be able to plan effectively. We are all capable of planning successfully. The problem is that most of us do not even attempt it. In order to plan effectively, we need to start from the end and work backwards. That is, start from a position of having already completed the task and end at the position of beginning the task. Why? Simply because being able to visualize completing the goal and feeling the pleasure of the achievement creates motivation to overcome the initial pain of beginning the task. Each part of our plan will be another goal we achieve along the way. For example, let's discuss how to put a great plan together based around quitting smoking. Smoking can be an incredibly challenging experience and one many people procrastinate over, despite the clear health benefits of stopping. To put a plan together, we need to be able to clearly visualize and believe in the day that we have completely stopped smoking. Otherwise, the chances of overcoming the challenges and pain of quitting smoking are much less likely. If every day is going to be as painful as the first few days or even weeks of quitting, why would one even bother to fight through those days in the first place? We then need to work backwards towards achieving that goal. We can mark out days where we will have achieved milestones, example, one week smoke-free, one month, 60 days, 90 days, and so on, and set a reward for reaching that goal. This is as important as the first step because those who just focus on having completed the goal can often end up being lost in the fantasy of having achieved it. A study by Leanne B. Pham and Shelley E. Taylor at UCLA found that people who visualized the steps they were going to do in order to complete a goal were more successful at achieving their goal compared to those who simply visualized their goal at completion. 
Their study illustrates that by understanding and identifying the specific steps we need to take, we are better able to confront the pain of beginning our journey. We then need to identify potential obstacles which could present themselves as we work towards achieving our goal. For example, if our friends and family do not know we are quitting smoking, then they may not be helpful. Imagine if they offered us a cigarette or if they smoked in front of us. It would make it harder for us to quit, right? If we share with them the information that we are quitting, they will be more likely to try and help us along the way. If we have other triggers for smoking, we could think of something we could do instead of smoking.